I see it all the time. Basketball players who want to take their game to the next level and are willing to put in the work, yet no matter how hard they train, they make little or no progress. In this episode of the Apex Basketball Podcast, I'm going to talk about three common mistakes that basketball players make that hinder their development and prevent them from taking their game to the next level. There's nothing worse than putting in the work, constantly training, in order to improve your game and become a better basketball player, yet no matter how much work you put in, you don't see any results. There are multiple reasons for what this could be, and in today's episode of the Apex Basketball Podcast, I'm talking about the top three mistakes basketball players make that hinder their development. The first mistake is not adding enough variety to their workout. Many basketball players have the same workout they use to train when they go to the gym to improve their skills. And having your own planned workout is a great thing to do. It can be really effective. The problem is if you keep the same workout for too long and you're doing the same 20, 30 drills every time, you're going to be a master at those drills, but you only will see results in the court to a certain extent. Once you master those drills, it's time to learn new drills, try out things you're uncomfortable with so you can broaden your abilities on the basketball court. Instead of doing the same catch and shoot or pump fake one dribble pull-up drills, you're going to have to start doing other drills that require more dribble moves, catching and shooting while coming off a screen, facing a defender, mid-range, three different spots, using the backboard. Uh, the top of the key, all different areas, all different scenarios that replicate it like a game-like situation. There's so many different aspects to the game of basketball and how it's played. You can't expect to really take your game to the next level if you're practicing the same set of drills every time. So as I said, one common mistake basketball players make when trying to improve their game is they don't add enough variety. Uh, I've mentioned before all the different drills you can do, you know, try to make it a game-like situation. Think about when you play basketball, what what instances occur, like what do you have trouble doing, you know? Do you have trouble catching and shooting while coming around the screen? Do you have to be perfectly set waiting in the corner? That helps to do catch and shoot drills just set in the corner, but that limits you to one specific facet of the game. So... If you add variety to your workouts, you'll add a variety to your game, different things you can do. You can learn to not have a couple specific strengths, but really become more of an all-around player. Now, the difficulty with this is basketball has so many different things that can happen on the court. There's so many different ways to score, to help your team, to defend, whatever it may be, and you can't practice them all, all the time. You you wouldn't have enough time to have a drill for every single possible out or every single possible situation a game. I mean, that, that's impossible. It's pretty much infinite. So the best way to do this is to create different workouts or to have different or have plans of different workouts that each time they will focus on a one or two or three different specific aspects of the game. You know, some workouts will focus on 
catch and shoot from different angles, different areas, in different situations. Some workouts will have to do with finishing, but there's so many different ways to finish. You can have, you know, normal layups, reverse layups, up and unders, floaters, jump stops. There's so many different ways to finish. So you want to have a variety of different workouts that you use that each one will focus on a couple specific things you want to work on that day. And you don't use the same workouts every time so you can practice all the different aspects of the game you want to work on. So again, use workouts that have a large variety of different drills and things to work on. You won't have time to do them all every time, but use workouts that have a couple things that they specifically train and that you can improve on and do those workouts a couple times a week while cycling through and using the other workouts. You know, that doesn't mean you have to have a specific schedule like you do this workout and then you do the next five different workouts you have and you restart. You know, sometimes it's good to do a specific workout a couple times in a row to really see your improvement right there. And then you'll go do another workout or other another two workouts the next couple times you go up and then go back to the first workout from before to make sure your skills are still sharp. You want to have a variety of different workouts that you can cycle through at different times when you're looking to improve upon your weaknesses and how you can take some of your skills to the next level. The second mistake that many basketball players make while they're trying to improve their game is improper use of nutrition. Now, no matter what age you are right now, or who you are, what your body type is right now, nutrition, proper nutrition, I should say, can significantly enhance your development. On the basketball court, in real life, mentally, physically, everything. Now, improper nutrition was probably the number one mistake that I made while I was still playing competitive basketball. It is proven time and time again in different tests, experiments, case studies that proper nutrition will significantly improve your muscle development if you're following a strict workout plan. Now, this podcast won't break down the specifics of what nutrition that you might need to use or to consume to improve your performance because that's such a broad and in-depth topic. But I will encourage you to look up based on what your body type is like now, what your age is, and what are your goals to learn how to better use nutrition to improve your performance. Whether it's something simple as getting the right amount of protein before games so you have the most energy on the court and you can have better stamina, or it's using post-workout shakes, or whatever it is you need to use to improve your muscle growth, I encourage you to look it up, whether it's Google, you know, make sure you're checking reliable sources, websites, reading books, articles, whatever it is, there's a lot that can be learned that you can use 
just off basic eating habits and whether you want to use supplements or whatever it is, improving your nutrition to develop a better body for the for your game to either bulk up, cut down, have more energy, improve performance, stamina, your muscular endurance, your muscular strength, nutrition compounded with a great workout plan will improve your results dramatically. So again, mistake number two is using improper nutrition. And I really encourage you to right after listening to this podcast, start researching and finding the best plan for you, the best nutrition plan that will benefit you the most and help you achieve your goals. The third mistake that many basketball players make that hinders their development is being afraid to try new things. There's so many players I've seen that I've worked with, trained, or just noticed them at the gym who will practice a certain move or drill hundreds, thousands of times. They'll do that same move, that same drill, and then I'll play them and pick up or seen them play in real games and they basically never try it in a real game. Sometimes I'll see someone practice a move hundreds of times and they might try it in a game of one-on-one or half court three-on-three or something. They might try it a couple times. It doesn't work. Then they never use it in a real game. That is a problem. If you're afraid to try something because it can't work, well, then there's no point of even trying to get better. Every time you try a new move, you're not going to be naturally great at it. You're going to be you're going to be uncomfortable with trying the move, especially when you first try it on defenders. You're not going to be consistent with it. You're going to be slower and it won't be as smooth. But the more you practice it, the better you will, the better, the better you'll get at it and the more comfortable you'll be using that move. Whether it's just a, stim- a simple step back jumper that you drive, say you drive in from the wing towards the middle of the court and then you stop one dribble push back and you got a wide open look for a mid-range or a three-point jump shot in a one-on-one game and then you try it and pick up or a real game and it doesn't work, the defender's there or you try and you it's not as smooth and you can't get the shot off naturally, that's okay. You know, I'm not saying try a move that you've never done before, you've never practiced in a game and expect it to work. It's not going to work. But if you're putting in the work for the same drill over and over again and then you try it in one-on-one and half-court games and you try it in pickup, then try it in real games. And if it doesn't work the first time, that doesn't mean never try it again. That just means you didn't make it that time or you need to improve it more and work on it more until you can eventually do it good enough so you can use it in a game. There's no point of practicing something that if you try it once or are afraid to ever try it, that you'll never use it. That is just wasted energy, wasted time practicing on something you could improve. If you want to practice something that no matter what you're always going to have to do, then only practice free throws. Only practice just dribbling the ball and keeping your ball control. But there's so much more to the game, obviously, 
than the basic foundational skills. You have to practice different tactics, way to be crafty, new moves. You know, practicing ball handling is one thing. Practicing a dribble move to create a shot that you can use over and over again in games is a different thing. So you can't just use the same basic drills to build skills to work on your moves. You have to practice those specific moves. You want to have a couple moves in your arsenal that you can use to create space for a jump shot, to get by your defender and either finish or kick out. But whatever handful of go-to moves or tactics you want to improve, you can't be afraid to try them in games. And if you practice them enough and you keep trying them and pick up or against defenders and practice, and then you try it a few times in games and it's still not working, you keep trying, that's all right too, because that just means you need to find a better drill, a better go-to move. James Harden has a step back, one of the best moves in the NBA right now. But not every great scorer uses that same step back move to score. There's plenty of other talented players in the game who score in different ways, who have the same or similar skills as James Harden. You know, Steph Curry, probably the best shooter in the world. And his ball handling is just as good as James Harden is, but he doesn't use a step back to score. You know, he practices coming around screens using crossovers, head fakes, uh, change of pace, change of direction to score. Where Harden has moves like that too, but his go-to is the step back. Just because someone else has a go-to move doesn't mean it's going to be yours, but you won't know until you try it, until you put in the work, you try it in games. If it doesn't work, you can move on and try to work on another move to become one of your go-tos, one of your one of the moves in your arsenal. So again, mistake number three is being afraid to try fail if you need to either a new move or a move you've been practicing but you haven't tried it out enough in games to really see if you're getting the results you want and if you haven't to move on and find another move that you can use to become more unguardable all right so in conclusion the first mistake the basketball players make that prevent them from taking their game to the next level that we talked about today was not adding enough variety to your workouts, making sure that you're constantly trying and practicing new drills and techniques and tactics that can improve your game and you don't get stuck doing the same drills over and over again. That's how you become a drill player, someone who's good at the same specific drills, but you won't see it translate to an actual game because you'll be limited on what you've been working on. The second mistake that we talked about was improper nutrition. This doesn't mean you have to have the perfect diet and have to follow a strict nutritional plan, although that would be very beneficial. That doesn't mean we're not talking about perfect nutrition. We're talking about learning what nutritional recommendations you can use that based on your body type and your goals and how to improve it that compounded with everything else you're doing right now and working on will give you even better results. And the third mistake we talked about was being afraid to try out what you've been working on in real games, being afraid of trying that same drill you've been using, you've been working on, over and over again, hundreds or thousands of times, 
and yet you try it in a game never or once and twice and it doesn't work and you give up on it. You have to try what you've trained. You can't be afraid to try what you've been working on. The more you practice something, the more comfortable you should feel with it and the more confidence you should have. But even if you've practiced something a thousand times, if you've never used it in the game, it very well won't work the first time, first two times, whatever it is. It will take a while, even after practicing a ton, it will take a while for it to work consistently in games, but that's why you have to try it. You will never know if it will be a successful move. It will be something you can do consistently and over and over again that will work for you unless you try it in games. Don't spend time working on something that you'll never use in a real game. That makes it a waste of time. And the drill, even if you've perfected a move, if you never use in the game, well, then it's a useless move because it'll never help you out in a real game. All right, that's it for this episode of the Apex Basketball Podcast. As always, if you have any questions, feel free to contact me, uh, suggest possible future podcast topics, whatever you want, get in contact. You can email at apexbasketballtrain.contact at gmail.com. And I'll talk to you in the next episode.